0: That's impressive.
1: The US strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State.
2: (laughs)
3: Welcome to Planet Rage, the intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill.
4: Hello, Larry. A lot of insanity and a lot of madness. Hello. A, lo- a lot Uh-oh. this week. Episode 15.
0: Yeah. Wow. Really getting up there, huh? Teenagers, I mid-teens.
4: I mean, we're, yeah, we're getting about to a third of a year which uh, it doesn't seem that long. No, it's quickly Mm -hmm. becoming one of my favorite days of the week because it's a quick hour and we get to uh, try to release some of the pressure and insanity.
0: It's a great way to take the edge off Monday morning. Really? For me, I believe
4: so. And that's why I think a lot of what we are going to bring today is about rights and control. And of course, uh, Chicago over the weekend, 30 shot, six fatally.
0: Whoa, that's up again.
4: Yeah. And it goes further than that. One of the big news stories circulating this morning is about a gang of thugs, as it was called on the Blaze TV network, which I mean, that's an interesting word now because it's all like, oh, we know what you mean by that. Oh, is that a bad
0: word now? Thugs? Right. Because it's racist. Really, I yeah. didn't know that. They right, don't because- come in all colors. I thought. I thought. I mean, it's actually. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that word uh, is from India. I'm pretty sure that's where it was first. The th- and there was a, there was It was t h t h u g e e s Thuggies They were called, and they were Indian hoodlums. Like uh, you know, when the British had the place as a colony. Pretty sure that's where that's from. So all these that's racist. They're fucking wrong. Well, thuggies kind of
4: sounds say. like huggies, which is what the people that say it's racist should be wearing.
0: Yes, true.
4: But there was a group of mainly youngsters. It looked like, and I don't know. I mean, I'm getting old. Uh, you're about the same age. So, what youngsters is considered? I mean, I don't know yeah. if 20 is considered a youngster now. I would guess for me, it is. It gets harder to gauge an age, but I mean, you know, if you're like 10 or 12, but there's an age now, like between 13 and 20. It's kind of probably about the same, depending. But there was a gang of people downtown in the Chicago area that ended up beating the crap out of a a CTA bus driver. I saw that clip. Yeah. It's ugly, very ugly. Well, this is not normal. Mm. This is not normal. If you've seen the video, and it wouldn't be hard to find, and I'm sure I can put a link in the show notes, it is the epitome of gang activity not gang as in you know a drug selling gang and there you know one or two people are gang members this is like a mass amount of people that you know, jumped in it, and took part in this it's a mob yes it's a mob yeah and it's mob mentality mm-hmm. there's no question about it the mayor is uh. <laughs> yeah i know Lori lightfoot in in uh. this case at least asking the right question and saying that uh you know, parents do you know where your children are and this is an interesting concept for me and this is kind of a a thread that goes through a few of the things going on this week including the shooting of the uh the crumbly kid where was where that was even from now i can't remember what state that he was in michigan maybe okay where the parents bought a gun and he had access to it and all that but it's an interesting mm-hmm. concept for me. Yeah. When you start seeing this kind of lawlessness going on where downtown Chicago, we've seen video of mobs of people robbing stores, going into everything from Home Depots to Saks Fifth Avenue to you know Louis Vuitton stores. They're hitting everything. A lot of drug stores, a lot of, you know, the Ulta beauty stores, all this, anything where they can sure. go in clear out a
0: bunch of stuff and then resell it. I would guess is the point here. Let me back you up just a second. So Lightfoot's comment on this was parents. Do you know where your children are? That's what she had to say about these guys beating the shit out of a bus driver.
4: Kind of. Oh, this was the start of it, which she's not entirely wrong, but the reality is for me, where do you start holding people accountable? Yeah. We talked about that last week with the Waukesha parade guy. The fact that he had a huge rap sheet, including running over an ex girlfriend, like right. very recently, and was released on a thousand dollar bond.
0: Yes. But to, to Lightfoot's comment again, I think that's complete bullshit. That used to be a catchphrase when I was a kid in New York. There was an independent news channel there that was very popular, and they, they really gave the, the networks a run for their money with their 10 o'clock newscast, which was very good. These guys were, they they were actual journalists. They used to break stories, if you can imagine that, okay? And the dude that was the anchor was like this decorated war vet. He was a very cool guy, very tough guy. And he began uh, every... Every telecast, he would say, you'd hear the voiceover over the Chiron and the and the video. He'd go, "It's ten p.m. Do you know where your children are?" Right, right. So the inference there was, it's It's like, is you know, do you know where the fuck they are? Are they out? Are they getting high? Are they shooting heroin? Are they lying in a gutter? I mean, where are your kids? Okay, this is Lightfoot co-opting that phrase is total bullshit. The correct phrase would have been, "It's it's do you know your children are criminals?" Right, right. OK, that's very different than they might be smoking a doob or getting laid or whatever, you know, very different. Well, it's about parental control of the kids,
4: because we've talked a lot about when do children get treated like adults? When should they be treated like adults? You know, in anything from the, you know, the Epstein case where it's like, well, is 15, is that old enough? A lot of 15 year olds seem to know what they're doing and some 12 year olds want to tell us what to do with gun policy. So it's like, where do we start drawing these lines? And most of them are imaginary. And I get it. This case of the shooter in Michigan, it is Oxford, Michigan, NetNet says just about 12 miles away from him. So he's obviously getting a lot of local news about this. And the parents there are also being held and being charged as accessories. And it really, that case made me wonder about all of these thugs that were downtown in chicago who were beating the crap out of a bus driver maybe we should start putting their parents in jail i mean if that depends what age they are and there there has to be a cut you know i understand once you're 18 you're legally an adult although a lot of these people at 18 are not ready for the real world especially now because of the way the school system treats them and everybody gets a trophy and nobody gets grades and nobody wants to be told, you know, if you can't read, you're not going to be able to survive in a world where intelligence matters. And it doesn't matter if you're being a janitor, or flipping burgers all the way up to being a Supreme Court justice. You know, you need to have the ability to communicate.
0: Sure. Sure. So um, just tighten me up a little bit on this uh, school shooter thing, because I, I, you know, it's so common. I mean, why read the details? You know, I saw this thing pop up and then the kid, then the the parents were like they were on a lamb. They were looking for the parents. Yes. Can you just give me the thumbnail of what went down? Because, you know, all I know is some kid shot up at school. So
4: in the case of the parents, they're saying they left their home for their safety. I don't buy that because they, they knew the police were looking for it. Well, because we now live in a society where. If your kid does something, people might come try to hurt you. And that makes perfect sense. All right. Okay. You know, I won't discount that part of it. Right. And I don't know what happened within their home, but it appears that we have a 15 year old male that somehow got his hands on a nine millimeter Sig Sauer, brought it into the school and shot four killed four or five students injured some others Mm -hmm. and yeah not a good thing in this case just days earlier the mom was on social media posting stuff like oh you know this is little ethan you know christmas present or whatever you know they got this new gun and so there was some stuff that was very concerning
0: well they they bought the kid the sig
4: That's what it would appear, which that would be a federal charge if this is, you know, what they call it, a straw man law, Mm. which is a 15 year old cannot legally own a handgun. Mm. So if the parents bought this for themselves, that's fine. They have the right to buy themselves a handgun. Now, if they bought this in order for the kid to have access to it, that Mm. is the problem. And that they were at that school that day, as Net Ned's pointing out, in the troll room, which is available at NoAgendastream.com when we do the shows live on Mondays, that the school wanted them to take him home because a teacher had caught him doodling stuff, which was, you know, somebody shooting, you know, with the words like, you know, the I can't get the thoughts out of my head and there was some really Oh
0: no. He was being guided by voices even then. Kind Ooh. of. Which is, they're saying now there's
4: legal experts that are saying his best bet at this point is to start pointing fingers at his parents and blame mm-hmm. them, you know, because he's 15, which this is one of those cases that when you're on that, you're on that edge between being a child and being an adult, as far as the legal system is concerned. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be really interesting to see how this case plays out and it's like on one end of it it's like I understand logically that parents have zero control they can guide their children but they mm-hmm. can't control their children this is true so how much you can hold them responsible in this case now if they gave him access to a weapon then yes that's that's pretty clear but It's going to be an interesting case to see what the parents will get officially charged with once this. I'm sure it's going to go through the legal system. Yeah, The kid obviously had some issues. Now, this is turning into, though, such an anti-gun play with the authorities in Michigan that the DA will not even say for sure, because somebody questioned you know well there there were people at the school that really also handled this whole situation incorrectly especially since you just had the kid had the drawings they were concerned they wanted him out and he was back in school later that day which is when the shooting took place mm-hmm. the DA said well we're not even going to say that for sure we're not going to charge somebody at the school as being culpable in this which is very interesting as well that If you're going to now go to the principal or who guidance counselor, whoever's involved, you know, whoever talked to the kid's parents who, you know, whether it was the teacher that saw the disturbing thing and then didn't do enough. Can you, can you imagine Mm. legal charges being brought against somebody like that in a case like this? It just seems unfathomable on so many different levels. I mean, the parents I kind of get, Holding somebody up to school responsible, even if they totally screwed up, it, it just seems
0: like a very hard hurdle to. It does. I mean, that, kids draw crazy shit all the time. You know, I mean, if the kid walked up to the teacher and said, you know, tomorrow I'm coming to so- school with my SIG and I'm going to shoot the fucking place up. Well, <laughs> yes, <laughs> you might want to act on something like that. But you see some goofball drawings. I mean, kids draw crazy shit constantly. Yes.
4: And when he was asked about it, he said he was really into video games and wanted to be a video game designer. And this is what which is obviously the kid's pretty smart then. Sure. Because that's a hell of an alibi. It's like, oh, well, that would explain. So it's going to be interesting to see that. But in that context of we're holding his parents responsible to the point that they have all been arrested they are all being held in the same jail they're all under suicide watch being held separately wow. yeah it it kind of makes me wonder what about the parents of all of these children who are acting as a mob downtown chicago the miracle you know it's it right in the middle of the loop there this isn't like this was in a neighborhood this wasn't like this was in some area that people like oh you don't go into that part of town no this is right in the middle of downtown right in the tourist in the shopping district pulling not pulling somebody out the guy got out of the bus i guess there was a loud noise he got out of the bus to investigate so i don't know if somebody shot a gun i don't know if there was fireworks involved something happened with the bus and he got out to look and he was approached and told you know get back on the bus and he didn't and this is what started that melee but wow. should any of those parents do you think be held responsible for what their kids are doing is this maybe how do you get this under control because that's what was asked to Lori lightfoot
0: and, and and she said do you know your children
4: right and, I mean, <laughs> in that part she's not entirely wrong because if parents actually had any control over their children
0: that would be one thing but i don't know if they do in this day yeah. and age but we still don't know if they're children either they right. might have been yeah you know they might have been eighteen, 20 years old. I mean who knows how old are they' nobody knows, do they right
4: no well with a group that size, it probably went from a lower end than we would like to imagine to mm. probably in their twenties yeah would be my guess and when you see the video without you know trying to be the old racist white guy, it looked like it was all younger black kids mm. as part of this mob. And a lot of this is also what you're seeing when it came to these robberies going on in the towns. Of course, AOC said, you know, that's that's not even true. It's all just overblown, which I don't know what world she's in. I think when you compare AOC to Lori Lightfoot, Lori Lightfoot at least sees maybe what's going on. AOC, I don't know, because you see the video. You live in L.A. You know what's going on with. The large groups, which is what you saw, the same kind of group in Chicago beating up the CTA driver is the same kind of groups that are going into stores and taking whatever they want. And it's a mob mentality because one, you can get away with it. And it's also the mob mentality of if you know that you're under 18, it's like, well, you're never going to be, unless you kill somebody, there's really almost no chance you're going to be charged as an adult. So there is no penalty for committing the crime.
0: Well, unless it's January 6th and you're in Washington. Right.
4: Well, if you're white, you're, it's
0: a completely a different story. You do time. So you do a lot of time then. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a completely
4: different story. And that is why as a nation of law and order, the the whole concept used to be lady justice is you know blind to the color of your skin. I mean, that's justice is blind. It's everybody is treated the same. And I know not everybody is. I understand that the people who have wealth have at the very least access to better legal representation, but in a world where you're trying to live by law and order, when that disappears, you have chaos, and that is what all of this is falling into at this point. The fact that you can't go into downtown Chicago, when I was You know, high school age, college age, spent a lot of time. Downtown Chicago never felt like you were in the middle of a war zone. Now that is what it appears to be. Mm. And the reality is there's a lot of people when you hear about what the radical left wants to do in this country. It's getting them to where they want to be. So it's it's a very scary time because this isn't just like, oh, kids are getting away with this because. We have Keystone Cops and the law enforcement is unable to do their job. That's not true. What we have are the people at the very top. In the case of Cook County, Kim Fox, the DA, another one of these George Soros DAs that we've talked about, does not want to prosecute 90% of the stuff that comes across her desk, which again means you can commit almost whatever crime you want and know you're going to get away with it. I don't get it. I don't get how you fix that except to make major changes to the people that are in charge. And that's going to take a while. You can't just flip a switch.
0: No, it's uh, <laughs> it almost looks like it's deliberate, you know, destabilize major urban areas, uh, let things get out of control. And then people be screaming for the federales, right? That That's that's where this is going. Federal cops. Right. It's not what it's going to be. We need somebody to save us. Right. That's that's what they're going to be screaming for. Then it's really over as a country.
4: Yeah, it's getting there. Now, in New York, we have another level of this that has just come out this morning. Oh, which is. uh, Well, I'll let I'll play the clip that we have. Boy, I love these surprise clips. (laughs) I I don't know if you will, because this is the uh, commie mayor.
1: Oh, Blasio!
4: Yes. <laughs> yes. D- yeah, Deblosio.
1: We've got Omicron as a new factor. We've got the colder weather, which is going to really create additional challenges with the Delta variant. We've got holiday gatherings. We in New York City have decided to use a preemptive strike.
4: He's going to have a preemptive strike, which Ooh. I don't know how you have a preemptive strike because you already know mm. this
0: stuff is here. Mm. I mean, COVID's here. The delta variants definitely here. What's he gonna? Is it like gonna shoot bullets at the spike proteins, or what's (laughs) he strike with what? Yeah, what does that mean? That's it. For he he really
4: wants to uh, get something going because of this uh, omicron. uh, uh, Ami Ami Green. What did Joe he called it? Him and Fauci. Neither one can get omicron, which is which is a little concerning. Is You pulled out some nice clips on the latest that Larry show of, uh, of Joe and then, which, you you know, you can kind of get Joe, but then Fauci, it's like, okay, Mr. I'm a scientist.
0: Yeah. It's joke. It's scary. It is scary scary when they can't get and even Joe. You can't, you know, you can't get, like I said, in the show, you know, Joe, you, you can fuck a word up once, but four times in a 10 minute talk, you know, where you've, you've been had the shit prepped out of you and you still can't get it right. Not good not yeah, a good it's, look
4: it's the prep that adds to it because otherwise i would have to step back really quick as the guy who said inauguration a few times
0: yeah but that's no 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 but that's a, you know I, I i remember hearing that live and it happened that, that everybody does that i mean everybody sometimes your tongue's gonna get thick you're gonna mangle a word it's just gonna happen it happens to the fucking greatest orators on earth but but joey's omnicron thing repeatedly and then Fauci get the fuck out of here it shows such a lack of you know all their bullshit about we're so concerned we're so concerned no 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 if you're not concerned enough to figure out to say the fucking variant you're not concerned
4: well and micron isn't that hard of a word and i think anybody and it was also the name of a computer company they're probably still around you know even if you were like oh micron well that would make much more sense in whatever the hell they were
0: saying uh Omni. Uh, and at one point, Joey, he really, he said Omni crumb. crumb So it was part, you know, Omni. And then wasn't, that was Conan's God. He always prayed to crumb. Uh, the <laughs> I don't know. I think he was thinking about the chocolate chip cookie they give him
4: at the end of the day and it was going to make some crumbs. So it was Omni crumb.
0: You, go. you never yeah. know, if but it'd be ice cream on it. It's going to be ice cream on everything he eats. Well, Alamode yeah. is
4: good. I mean, yeah. he's 80. I mean, he should be able to have ice cream on everything he wants. That's true. But yeah. de Blasio. Because of this new variant, is going to take action.
0: Okay.
1: To really do something bold to stop the further growth of COVID and the dangers it's causing to all of us. So, as of today, we're going to announce a first in the nation measure. Our health commissioner will announce a vaccine mandate for private sector employers across the board.
4: Okay. So now, if you want so to w- work in New York City, anywhere, anywhere, any private company of any. Any size, any company of any size. Yep. Wow. Which this will go to the Supreme court. And if this does not get knocked down by the Supreme court, I would be amazed. But what kind of carnage is going to cause in the meantime? Mm. That's the question, because this is no question unconstitutional to say that every company in order to have a job and go to work, in New York, but it's also now for kids over five vaccine five. passport in New York City. If you want to get ship. into school, if you want to get into Gymboree, you know, if you want to go to Chuck E. Cheese, are those still around? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to have a vaccine passport. And if you want to hold any job in New York City, but, you know, Bill's, he's, he's he's just a nice guy. He's such All
0: a nice guy.
1: Private yeah. Private sector employers in New York City will be covered by this vaccine mandate as of December 27th. We're going to have some other measures as well to really focus on maximizing vaccination quickly so we can get ahead of Omicron and all the other challenges we're facing right now with COVID. Yeah. And to get ahead of Omicron, it's like, okay,
4: have we not learned one thing so far, which is the minute you and I or the media knows about a variant, it's already everywhere. Of course it is. There's no getting in front of this. and. The most and interesting
0: this, thing, though, how's fucknuts going to enforce this so through fines or what What's his uh, what's his M.O. That I'm not sure I would guess
4: fines. I don't know what they're going to do to the hmm. little mom and pop shops, you know, that have a handful of employees. Yeah. It depends on what they are going to accept, because I've seen a lot of conversations going on both in the troll room over on no agenda social with people who have companies that have gone through vaccine mandates. And a lot of them are simply show us a photo of your vaccine card. And that's all you need to do. And they're not verifying anything. And they're making it clear that they're not verifying anything. Right. Which means, okay, so this means zero. This is just busy work to go. We can we can check something on a box that says the employee showed us their vaccination status card. But, you don't how do you know if it's sure. especially if you're showing a picture? Right. How do you know whose card it is? How do you know it's legitimate? Might be a bus pass. Right. And they don't know. Right. And the businesses don't care. The businesses just want to do business. But this is going to be a very interesting thing for New York City. One, like I said, it's going to get knocked down by the Supreme Court, but in the interim, it's going to cause chaos.
0: DeBozio should increase his uh, security detail. I would, I was in.
4: You know, this um, is going to cause more (laughs) problems. And what is it going to solve? I don't know. I, I can't figure that one out. The absolute panic that's going on with this new variant doesn't seem to make sense because we've gone through a bunch of different variants and no matter what they tried to throw out so far including the delta was the first one where they were like oh this might even be more deadly and it turned out no it really wasn't
0: well what the guy's overlooking is at this point all that they can claim is that if you do get sick you'll be less sick it's been established it won't fucking stop transmission or infection Right. So what the fuck is he talking about? You—that's what you're talking about. I have to get in front of something to stop transmission and infection, and it doesn't fucking do that. So he's an imbecile for so many reasons, but yeah, that's one of them as well. I mean, that's it. It's just that on the face of it, it's that fucking simple.
4: <laughs> what I think, in we—I think we may have talked about this in one of the previous episodes, which is the people that are on the radical left are understanding what's currently going on, which is totally in the toilet numbers for Biden and Harris and for these big plans Mm -hmm. that they had put out there because people finally are waking up to the fact that when the government tells you hey we're going to spend like 3.5 trillion that means you're going to pay for that (laughs) you know this no No,
0: Darren stop it (laughs) Joey said it wouldn't cost a dime right nothing it's cost nothing Three and a half trillion costs nothing. It's
4: going to be zero. It's it's only those Jeff Bezos types they're going to pay. That's right. Like Whoopi was so surprised that, wait, this means people like me? They're going to have to pay more? No, I'm not (laughs) rich. I'm just wealthy. I don't know what she thinks she is. I really don't. I don't know what she thinks she is. But this is with these numbers in the toilet. I do believe you now have an acceleration, which is they were playing a long game. And the radical left has been playing this long game since the 60s and 70s. Correct. And they got really close now. And you know Mm -hmm. how it is when you're so close to that thing you've been fighting for and you realize that it could be pulled out from under you, you go all in. And this, I believe, is the left going all in because de Blasio is a commie and there's no question about that. Yes. So this, oh, we're going to do it's like the first in the nation. And he's proud of that oh, yeah. first in the nation to require all business. If you want to work in any of the five boroughs, you have to have your vaccinated status card saying, yes, it is all about control. It mm-hmm. is not about keeping a virus in check. I mean, they're no. still talking about masks and it's like masks don't do anything. Okay. They, they do something. I mean, I'd like to try to be precise
0: because in all of this stuff, you can really split hairs on some things of course and i'd rather have some guy that's sick and fucking sneezing having a mask on his face than not yes but that's it if you're sick right wear the mask
4: if you're well there's
0: there's no reason no reason
4: but this new variant is of course a thing of control this is how abc news
3: came out of the gate with this new variant we begin tonight with the breaking news as we come on the air, the new cases of the Omicron variant here in the U.S. And of course, we knew this was coming given what we're seeing all over the world. Tonight, at least three more states here in the U.S. seeing this new variant. A short time ago, we learned of five cases now discovered right here in New York State. Five whole cases, Larry.
0: <laughs> five, <laughs> is that that David
4: Muir dick? It may be. Yeah. I, I didn't write down who this was, which I should have. Yeah. That's all right. But five cases. In New York. I mean, are there more than five people in New York state? Are there like, what, 20, 30 people, maybe? Maybe that's it. (laughs) Maybe Maybe a little bit more.
0: Yeah. So So
3: there's that. A few more. Five cases. Minnesota and Colorado also reporting new cases today. Dr. Fauci has said the vaccines and the boosters will help fight this. And so far, we are hearing of mild symptoms that the vaccines are working. Patients recovering. Now. Partial truth there, which I always give them some credit on partial truth,
4: although this is Mm -hmm. how you can really create the narrative. Right. They're claiming it's the vaccines that are keeping the cases of Omicron mild. And we don't know that. No, they don't know that. That is pure guesswork. Now, this was first found in South Africa, where the doctor said that even people that were not vaccinated mild symptoms and i have no idea i'm not a scientist i'm not a doctor but it seems like the guess here may be that somebody who contracted at the same time a common cold and covid he had that little baby inside of him and that's what this variant is Mm -hmm. which if you think about it this could be the best news we've had about COVID-19. You're
0: the, guy, you're the first guy I've heard say that. And I, I was thinking the exact same thing when, when this came out. Because that's what a lot of these epidemiologists claim that, that these things come roaring out. They're horribly lethal and virulent. But as they spread, as they mutate, they, they lose power. And it sounds like this thing, you know, if this is true, what we're hearing, that it's turned into kind of a fucking paper tiger with um, Omicron.
4: Right? Which would be the greatest news ever. And that's not yeah. how any of these news... Outlets are covering this.
0: No, no, it's still gloom and doom.
4: Yeah. I've heard a few people mention that this is a possibility, but nobody's taking it. It seems seriously. But if this is what happened, if this is what happens when you combine part of the cold Mm -hmm. with part of COVID-19 and all of a sudden what you have is a very spreadable but very non-lethal virus, isn't that the best case scenario? So people get a cold.
0: Yeah, nobody's dying. Yeah, there's your herd immunity, right? It, Ooh, this would done. be quick to herd immunity. Yeah.
4: So, yeah. you know, it's interesting that but oh, that's we're we're going to still tell people to get vaccinated which people can argue that one way or the other all day long, but that's sure. not what is necessarily behind this, but they had a little more on this from ABC.
3: Tonight, President Biden announcing new steps to battle the virus as we now head into the winter months. And here's what we know. The Minnesota man who tested positive had attended a convention in New York City, an anime convention just before Thanksgiving at the Javits Center. More than 50,000 people were there. They're being urged to be tested now. He was fully vaccinated, had a booster shot and showed mild symptoms. He got back home, was tested. Those symptoms have now subsided. And again, as I mentioned, everyone who was there urged to be tested and vigilant about any possible symptoms. So we need more testing, more testing, test, 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 even though and the tests have been useless. Cartoons
0: are dangerous. In fact, <laughs> when I was a kid, <laughs> you, <laughs> yes. people used to say, don't read those fucking comic books. They'll rot your mind. Well, it turns out it's true now, doesn't it? Or it'll it, make you sick.
4: It's those videos. It? It's anime, which cold acid of the Rare yeah. Encounter podcast. He loves himself a little anime does but he it's interesting when you then you have this group so this could be spreading if this is such an easily spread thing and there were sixty thousand people at this convention then yeah. i don't know i would expect omicron to be blanketing the u.s as we speak mm-hmm. and the reality would seem to be if it is as mild as they are saying cold oh, essence don't make this my fault come on it's more fun that way but if this is true, then this would be great because it's a very non-lethal variant. And almost every virus that has gone out into nature, as far as I can tell, as you said, starts out really strong. It goes through and those first few waves are what really brings everybody down. But then in order to keep replicating itself, it becomes less and less deadly which is how we have the cold and flu i mean people get colds and flus every year and nobody
0: worries about them no i'll tell you something else i've been to the javits center many times i lived in new york that place is as close to being outdoors while being indoors as you can imagine it's fucking immense very high ceilings you know the wind actually whistles through there it's really well ventilated so that would make sense for what it's worth now
4: on CNN, they uh, Jake Tapper had on Sanjay Gupta, and of course,
0: testing is Jose again. Gupta. You mean
4: Jose? Right.
0: Jose <laughs> he is.
4: A, it's the.
3: Uh, <laughs> he, he was he talked about Omicron too. Let's see.
0: Did he?
3: <laughs> Sanjay, thanks for joining us. Always a treat to have you in studio. Sure. So let's play a key moment in your conversation this afternoon with the CDC director, Dr. Rochelle Walensky. You asked her if she was worried Omicron could become the dominant strain here in the U.S. Here's what she said.
4: It might. um, And we don't yet know. What we do know is that early data and even um, mutation data are telling us that this may well be a more transmissible variant than uh, Delta. And so um, this is going to take some time to sort out. We are prepared, though. We are um, doing genomic sequencing in all of these states. Okay, so that's the woman that's the head of the CDC. And again, what you need to understand about how The mainstream media is covering this story. And this is something that has been talked about a lot on the No Agenda podcast. So for anybody who's not listening to that, you should check them out. This is also something that Bill O'Reilly, my favorite go-to guy for news, has been talking about, which is the mainstream media has turned into a group that doesn't necessarily lie to you, although they do, but The more important thing is what they cover and what they don't cover. Because what they don't cover is way more damning than them trying to lie to you, mislead you. Because, see, a lie can be proven when they just try to mislead and they leave out some information. I think that is more what people should be looking at. In this case, you'll notice. The woman that's the head of the CDC, when talking about this variant, says, well, scientists are saying that this is much more transmissible, which may be true, but they're also saying it's way less deadly. So why aren't you including that?
0: Because that's the essence of good propaganda. It's what's unsaid that matters more than what's said. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Because if that would, you know, again, I would give them a lot more credit if you would just come out and say, well, we think it may be way more transmissible. But we also think it's way less deadly right now, so so calm down. Don't crash at all your markets. But
0: mm, they yeah. want to. But it seems they want to. And and you think just put it on a, a very you know personal level. That broad, if if she said that, and this is all true, then she's not going to be on TV every 19 seconds like she is right now.
4: Yeah, she's getting her moment.
0: Blows away tomorrow. She, she's getting her moment she will be you know if this thing went away to Mars, so would she she'd be utterly anonymous as she was before this fauci all these fuckers every one of them no one would know their name or their faces and they don't like that <laughs> yeah well once you get the power it's hard
4: to give it up i suppose yeah and the spotlight yeah but it's it's all about the testing which i still
3: find interesting What do you make of that? Well, I mean, we are doing a lot more genomic sequencing than we were doing. But it does strike me still that most of these variants are typically found in other places first. And I think a large part of that is we're still not doing enough overall testing. So we're not
4: doing enough testing because we're finding the variants in other places
0: before they're here. Well, according to Joey's statement from a week ago, it's the planet's fault. Now, remember, for, you know, he was, he was really, really mouthy about it. It's a, it, it, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, a pandemic of the unvaccinated. He was pointing the finger at everybody in America, certain special groups as well. as we, we kind of intuited that. Um, and I'm sure his handlers said, knock that the fuck off. You're alienating potential voters. So he shifted. Now it's the world. And he said, we have, he actually said, we have to vaccinate the world. To get this under control. Us, the United States. Well, yeah, because the
4: United States is responsible for every other country in the world. Yes, we are. Every fucking one. Doesn't Mm -hmm. matter what it costs. And I mean, I'm all for it. If you have drug companies that are more than willing to provide things to countries that can't afford it, that's great. You know, but people should still be allowed to decide whether or not they want to take it. Yeah, and that's where the personal freedom comes in. This is where the New York City mandate to have a job now—you need to be vaccinated. Again, nobody ever wants to get into the minutia of well, what about everybody that's already had the virus and can show with a simple blood test, right? That they've had it, so they already have. You know what you're giving them the vaccine to do. They've already had done by the virus. Right. So why would they need to get jabbed again? And to me, I would wonder, it's like, what is the safety factor of people that have already had COVID and then get a vaccination? I'm like, is there anything that that may cause? We see a lot of problems with the mRNA vaccine still, especially with younger people, which is why it still blows my mind that they're pushing this for kids five years old to 12 years old. I mean, I've read all the data on, you know, the Johnson and Johnson vax and the other vaxes here in the U S and for people like you and I guys over 50 years old, chances of having a side effect, almost nothing. So I didn't have a problem taking it. You know, Mm -hmm. I didn't want it forced upon me, but if I had a five-year-old, I'd be like, no way are you putting this into the kid?
0: People are not so there. I know these people, their kid. Um, they had their kids vaccinated one was i think he was like 12 maybe 14 years old within hours he started having violent seizures so violent he was hospitalized for 2 days and they put on whatever the fuck they put people on Thorazine or something to uh stop that shit oh. okay and i mean never no history of epilepsy nothing i mean come on cause and effect whatever the fuck it it was the vax that's what got him what well, right it's, there's
4: there's something in the immune response to the vaccine, but also to the virus itself. There was a study I read the other day that said out of whatever this group was, one out of a hundred that had COVID-19 experienced some type of neurological symptoms, which is really scary because that stuff can yeah. last forever. And seizures a, would be definitely
0: a part of that. Yeah, but there's a hell of a lot of, a lot of latitude and neurological uh symptoms that could be a you know a twitch in your pinky or your right. eyelid right this fucking guy was flapping like a trout you know fresh caught so bad that he had to be hospitalized for a couple of days and the but the the, the insane part is his mom said oh I do it again I do it again oh, okay. see the, yeah that's the insanity of it all right I understand playing
4: the odds which is you know my kid ha- you know it's a one in a million chance whatever it is that they may have a reaction so you make that choice. But the reaction could be a very severe one. Yeah. And the reality is the people that are dying of COVID, I don't know the exact stats. There are some people in that 30 to 50 range that are dying. The under 20 still, I believe, is a very, very, very infinitesimal number Mm. who have actually had long term complications or died from contracting the virus. So in that case, it doesn't make sense to risk being one of the whatever that might have a reaction to the vaccine. But, you know, again, you are right. Sanity doesn't always take hold no. in the people. No. Because Why? they're scared. I mean, again, if they're watching I'm I'm just going to make right. a I'm going to make a guess that that woman you're talking about, the mom, mm-hmm. watches mainstream media in some way of shape course. or form.
0: Of course. Nothing but podcast what's that
4: <laughs> alternate points of view okay doing the homework themselves no you know it's like and i get it the okay. the numbers are there and if you are making an informed decision that's great you know rationality exactly i was doing. and that is what's missing from yes. people and i decided hey i looked at the stats i thought it was right for me you looked at the stats and said you don't think it's right for you we can both
0: coexist and have a point Absolutely. that who gives a shit yeah. i mean it's, this, this should it shouldn't even be like whether you did this or not or i did i mean it wouldn't even cross my fucking mind like what 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 color shirt you put on the morning why right. would i care well, yeah, why I the don't, fuck would i care i
4: don't uh, <laughs> yeah, just I don't. don't i don't get you to know? show up at your house in the morning and go, no larry you can't have
0: bacon with breakfast I mean, <laughs> Have you seen
4: your cholesterol man exactly. it's crazy <laughs> exactly
0: yes it's absurd i don't understand why people are so bent out of shape over this shit it's it's incomprehensible. It, is, it really
4: is because it appears that if you, again, believe the data, having the vaccine will knock down. If you contract the virus, it will knock it down to the point to where there's a very, very low chance that it will be deadly. So if you actually got the vaccine and you didn't have side effects, why would you be afraid of anybody that why? might have the virus around you? Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I, I, I don't. really don't. But uh you know, the late night shows. Oh, Kimmel. Yeah. <laughs> See, you knew right where
2: this one was going. This
4: uh, <laughs> this clip was just nauseating. Yes, Jimmy yeah. Kimmel.
2: If you've been watching Fox News, uh, you know that the real enemy isn't the virus or the do my own research geniuses who refuse to get the vaccine. The real. So now anybody that does their own homework, he's
4: belittling. Is that not a little concerning?
0: Sure. Well, he's Jimmy.
4: <laughs> that people who actually go out, read, educate themselves, look at the different studies being done by different medical groups, doctors around the world. You know, a lot of them who are like, hey, this whole ivermectin and uh, remdesivir and all these things, including vitamin D. There was a study I saw the other day that said if your vitamin D levels were good, 80% less chance of you even contracting.
0: Is that right? COVID-19. That's that's impressive
4: yeah i mean and you know how cheap
0: uh vitamin d supplements are well they're free for me all i gotta do is step outside in the california sunshine
4: <laughs> well that's until that's <laughs> until the
0: nuclear winter
4: <laughs> but yeah that's exactly it which really when yeah. people look at things like you know and i i don't want to be uh bringing logic into this again but this whole don't do that <laughs> this whole variant that was found in South Africa. Is South Africa a sunny place? I'm just curious. I
0: don't I don't know. I would imagine, but I, I don't know. <laughs>
4: I think it is. Okay. You know, I think overall that is a, uh, a fairly sunny climate. Maybe the people there, great
0: in vitamin D. Nobody has know, a vitamin D deficiency. Come to think of it, I think probably most of the continent of Africa is very sunny most of the time, is it not? Yes, which is why they've had
4: very little problem. Very little problem. Mm -hmm. And scientists are flummoxed on why Africa hasn't had a problem. Right. Right. Vitamin D supplements would be very easy to get. And you figure why the flu always hits and colds hit in the wintertime in places like Chicago, Minneapolis, and New York. Because it's cold and the sun isn't around. Yeah. And people's vitamin D levels drop. Yeah. I'm sure there are other factors, but that was a pretty big Pretty big number there, eighty percent less. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, but uh, yeah, if you if you dare to do your own homework, don't do that. Jimmy Kimmel says you're
2: dumb. Yeah, the enemy is Dr. Fauci,
3: so it's easy to criticize, but they're really criticizing science. Because I represent
2: science. The man now believes he's a deity accountable to no one.
1: Dr. Fauci says he is the all-powerful Oz, and we shouldn't question him. That's a very grandiose statement on his part. c'est moi. I am the state. It, it, it is this
2: delusion of grandeur. Tony Fauci has morphed into an even shorter version of Benito Mussolini.
3: This is what people say to me, that he doesn't represent science to them. He represents Joseph Mengele, Dr. Joseph Mengele, uh, the, doc, the Nazi doctor who did experiments on Jews during the Second World War and in the concentration camps. Mm,
2: it looks like Laura Logan has been eating Tide Pods again. It's
4: <laughs> I didn't really understand that, eating Tide Pods. No. So is that a way
0: to Whoa. be like, she's dumb? Is that... Uh- I don't know, his, his writers suck as much as he does. I
4: know, that's not like a good comeback at all. Like a five-year-old. It's
0: like a five-year-old. some five-year-old. Exactly, some fucking stupid kid. Yeah. And
4: so you are, yeah. Yeah, and so you are, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're Your dumb. mother. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> exactly, it's sad.
2: Yeah. That is just so outrageous. <laughs> Joseph Mengele. Let me tell you screwball something about Dr. Fauci, because I've had enough of this, and he's Ooh, too nice to say this. He's back. had enough. This man has been working On behalf of the public, that's us for more than 50 years. He served under six presidents, starting with Reagan, President Bush, President Clinton, another President Bush, Obama, Trump, and now Biden. Republicans and Democrats. This is yes that his politics have anything to do with his work or what he recommends. It's ridiculous and it's a lie.
4: So he thinks that Fauci has been doing this just uh, because he's a
0: humanitarian. Yes. And the fact that he served under six presidents, well, that must mean he's, he's he's a wonderful person because let's think of another guy that served under six presidents and he wasn't a fucking vicious, no good prick. Um, Jager Hoover. Right. Yeah, he, was, he was a wonderful guy. Yeah. Which people don't, it's like, look at Fauci's bank account.
4: With all crimes, usually they say, you know, follow yeah. the money. Fauci yeah. makes so much money on some of this stuff and depending on, that was one of the big, topics when all of this started on no agenda was well what happened because he's part of this group that does this and it's like he was part of this place in wuhan it's like follow Mm. the money just because fauci has snowed a bunch of people for years does not make him honest you know does not make him a scientist so many
0: fucking lies don't mask then mask then two masks you know, you're good if you if you get the vaccine, you're 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 good to go once and done. Oh no, now you need booster, booster. But the guy's bullshitted. He's been bullshitting from jump. Proven. Yeah. It's on fucking video everywhere. Yeah, he's saying what the president in charge
4: wants him to say. Yeah, which makes him the epitome of being a political pawn at that point. Of course, because he likes the amount of money he's getting to do the job and to be the face. I, and absolutely, I'm, I'm sure loves anybody. Spotlight. Yeah, anybody in that position probably would, because he toiled. For most of his career, and I don't even want to play the rest of this Kimmel clip, but he talks about how he worked on AIDS and all this, and it's like, yeah, but he didn't do real good with that either.
0: No, he didn't. Didn't do very well at all. It's not like we can point to the
4: career of Anthony Fauci and be like, hey, he cured cancer. He cured AIDS.
0: I'd like to know, when's the last time Tony Fauci had on a white lab coat and a stethoscope around his neck and made the rounds at a fucking hospital? When's the last time that happened? I would guess it's been a while. Yeah, like like 30, 40 years would be
4: my guess. But it's easy for people like Kimmel to then demonize in them in this clip. Also, I think toward the end, uh, people like Rand Paul, who, you know, actually are way closer to what's going on. But, mm-hmm. you know, you dare speak against Fauci. And it's like, well, I also think going after Fauci personally is stupid. But go after what he's saying and prove why it's wrong. It's the same yeah. stuff like with Trump. It's like going after him personally is idiotic. But if you can sure. prove something he said was incorrect, do it.
0: Do it. What about the part of that clip? Do you have him going do you have camel going off on uh, Tucker Carlson? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's that's like, holy shit.
2: And he doesn't deserve it. He didn't ask for this. He's not a politician. He's a yes, doctor. He His interest is a politician. Is in yes. Us- from disease remember aids and ebola and the zika virus he worked on all of those things which, which
4: he didn't solve there's
2: someone who's educated enough and devoted enough to figure this stuff out for us because we are not going to figure it out ourselves and what are the thanks he gets we're not going to figure it out without fauci come on Kim. he's the only doctor Darren. there is no other <laughs> i didn't know yeah. he gets scumbags like ted cruz like rand paul like that vile inflatable macy's parade balloon of dog <laughs> tucker carlson
0: making up lies. there you go there's your there's your clap comic uh-huh right laughs no laughs but plenty of applause clap comic That's
4: tucker carlson is. making up lies this goes back to my conversation briefly with jeremy piven which was give me one yeah just give me one prove one and then i'm on your side you win right you can't use this thing like hey Everything that Larry says is a lie. Well, what, what is well, give me one example.
0: I don't have time. And so, so Piven was, I'm too busy to ship, to dig up any truth. Right. Just fucking listen to me. Right. Yeah.
4: So you go after the people, Kimmel that are doing their own homework, who decide they don't want to be injected with a vaccine. And there's multiple vaccines. I get that the media doesn't seem to report that much. The Johnson and Johnson equivalent in, uh, the UK, the AstraZeneca, also had problems like the Johnson & Johnson. They're both viral vector. They both had problems with blood clots, mainly in younger females, and they now believe they know why. They know what it is that's causing one in, you know, in 200, whatever it was. I don't remember the exact number, so sue me if I'm wrong. But in those people, this was causing the body to incorrectly think some cells were bad and start the immune response on them which is what caused the blood clots which leads me to believe if they know now what is happening in those cases we may be just a stone's throw away from being able to have a vaccine because if you take the blood clots away from AstraZeneca and the Johnson and Johnson they appear to be very 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 safe
0: yeah, much more than the mRNA shit. Yes, no
4: question. Nobody's yes. talking about that either. They're still pushing no, the no, Pfizer. No no, 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 no. They're still pushing no. the Moderna, mm-hmm. and yeah. that is concerning on younger children, especially on the younger children. Because if you know, again, if I had a kid at this point, would not want them to get an mRNA vaccine. Yeah. Would not even want them to get the J and J. But now, if it's the J and J, and we figured out the blood clotting thing, then it's like the flu vax. It's I would I would put the safety at that point. I think we're close to that. And then again, parents can make a informed decision without having to deal with the insanity
0: that is going on now. Yeah. But I digress. But that makes makes you a heretic. I mean, it really is a religious kind of thing. It really it's it's unbelievable. I mean, to to buck this uh, this narrative is to invite, you know, disaster. Well, um, it's because it's really, people are being looked down upon, which is, it's a yeah. really
4: interesting time when we have the same political side of the aisle hmm. saying, you know, you, you have abortion, it's great. You want to, you need to accept that. You need to accept the LGBTQ, all of those flavors. You need to accept that, you, you know, unisex, bat, you need to accept that. Hmm. But if you dare disagree with them on any of that, you're looked okay. down upon way more than you know you have have had problems in the past with racism and sexism and all that but the way they look down on the people that don't agree with them mm-hmm. is just doing exactly what they pretend to be against yeah. which is i mean i know ironic and hypocritical but i guess that is the that's the word of the day hypocritical <laughs> when it comes to all of this stuff we do have a few people to thank so we can do that right now for supporting planet rage Uh, i know we're taking a foothold now we're getting in people's ears yes and and that's probably just enraging them more (laughs) but we hope that you know the rage can help them decompress
0: which would be good it's cathartic it really is there's
4: no question i think so Coming in with $11 and 42 cents. Why? I don't know. But that's the beauty of the value for value model. Mm-hmm. You get to put a number on it. If you got value out of the show, you turn that into a number. You go to planetrage.show, You click the donate button and you can do a one time or monthly donation. Yes. And Adam Thoreau, I hope I'm saying that right. Comes in with $11 and 42 cents. Thank you, Adam. And it is very much appreciated coming in at $10, which looks like was just a new monthly subscription started is Loretta Vandenberg. Oh, Rhett.
0: She's wonderful.
4: Yes. And uh, she, she sent me a kind of an apology note that said, uh, hi Darren, I have to confess Larry's buttery voice lured me away for a few months to that Larry show. So you're stealing people away from (laughs) me now, Larry, how horrible are you? Why get rid of that buttery voice? After talking like this, from now on, everything will be good. Like Fauci. <laughs> <laughs> you should do an old show like Fauci. That would be fantastic.
0: Yeah. The Fauci show.
4: People would still be like, oh, he still sounds better. He still has got yeah. that voice. He got that voice. You know what I'm saying? He, he, Larry, he just sounds good. No matter what. <laughs> but she says she is now following Planet Rage with zeal. Oh, boy. Which zeal is how is you should way. follow Planet Rage. It's, I think it's zeal. the only way. Yes. She said when she was undergoing radiation treatment, the worst part of the ordeal. I mean, this is kind of sad, too, that when you're dealing with radiation, the worst thing was that on the television in the room was always the view. Oh, <laughs>
0: what? God. Oh, let's <laughs> talk about insult injury. Oh, my God.
4: I know. Cancer wow. is not bad enough, but you have not to watch that, the view.
0: The view. Oh, man. And she said
4: uh, belly laughs with the last episode as we we railed on. Joy and Whoopi and Good. everybody at the at the view. Well,
0: we're glad you're laughing, Red. Good. Yes.
4: And she said, as a retired Marine, hearing Leah ermy Ermi, I'm mean, going to sound yes. like Biden. I'm going to start messing up names. Always brings a smile. And she says, I cannot answer to what boot camp is like now, but I remember all of my drill instructors vividly, and all of them had the same intensity and humor. There you go. So I think yeah I think his portrayal was spot on and I pulled another clip just for Rhett which we'll play in a second here because we extra smiles are always for uh, people that uh, come in and support the show and have to deal with cancer and the view I mean Mm. nobody wants to do that so thank you Rhett and uh, Chuda Kuki comes in with ten dollars and he uh, does that via check which is also a possible way to go and he goes with the plan where he sends a check-in for all four of my shows and just tells me how to split them up and my buddy gene over at unrelenting is like wait somebody listens to all of your shows (laughs) there you go i'm like yeah i know it's pretty cool it's very cool and we appreciate that because there are a lot of podcasts out there that people can listen to so we appreciate that and csb comic strip blogger comic strip blogger he comes in with two because i don't think we talked about it on the last show He does the boost thing. We are a podcasting 2.0 compliant show, which means if you're using one of those podcasting 2.0 apps right now, you can hit boost, 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 and send us a boost. And you can also send a boost to Graham, which means as you send some of those little minor crypto thingies our way, then you can also add a message into it. And CSB says, greetings from comic strip blogger. And anybody <laughs> interested in artificial intelligence is welcome to subscribe and listen to his podcast ai.cooking. You can find it everywhere. Fine podcasts are sold by uh, searching for ai.cooking. AI. Beautiful. And we appreciate that CSP. So that's like 3333 satoshis times 2, which today that's worth like $3.22, which isn't nice. It's not bad. Cool. It's crypto. No. It's cool. It just, crypto.
0: you never know. It'll go, you know, I know it's might gone be, up. Might be a bunch of zeros on that. It All goes. A sudden, you yes. Never know.
4: Well, it's been going down and it's been going up. It's been interesting yeah. to follow. It is uh, not moving along. I mean, people are always like, well, when the stock markets crash, crypto will go up. No, they've been, no. No. they've still <laughs> been tied to each other, which is very interesting to uh and uh, net net says you do a awesome fauci oh thank you but we never know where the crypto is going to go it goes up it goes down and uh it, i think it's way more tied to what is going on financially in the the normal old-fashioned economy than people want to admit and i know there was a bunch of stuff that is In this bill that they keep arguing back and forth on with this big infrastructure giveaway, you know, multi trillion dollar bill that will change the landscape of crypto in a bad way for people who want crypto to be completely free and unregulated. And if that happens, then where the crypto is going to go is going to be anybody's guess. We've seen at one point crypto, the Bitcoin itself was up to what, 18,000, then dropped to 3,900. It then went up to like 69,000 and mm-hmm. it's back down into the 40s. So yeah. your mileage may vary, but we appreciate everybody for supporting the show. Planetrage.show. And here is that uh, little bonus clip of oh, R. Lee Ferret.
3: Sir, I said it, sir. Well, no
1: shit. What have we got here? A fucking comedian, private joker. I admire your honesty. Hell, I like you. You can come over to my house and fuck my sister.
2: <coughs> you little scumbag! I got your name. I got your ass. You will not laugh. You will not cry. You will learn by the numbers. I will teach you. Now get up. Get on your feet. You had best unfuck yourself,
0: or I will unscrew your head and shit down your neck. Sir, yes, sir. Private Joker, why did you join my beloved corps? Sir, to kill sir. So you're a killer. Sir, yes, sir. Let me see your war face. Sir. You got a war face? Ah,
2: that's a war face. Now let me see your war face. Ah. Bullshit. You didn't convince me. Let me see your real war face. Ah.
0: You don't scare me. Work on it. Sir, yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) You don't convince me. Work on it. And that gut punch. Boom. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you know, tomorrow is the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor. I wonder if many people know that, but it is. Well, that would be uh, taught, have to be taught in history. It should. And yeah. They don't teach that anymore. No, you're right.
4: They also <laughs> don't, don't want right. to teach the part about the West Coast interning a bunch of Japanese Americans during no. No. that time. I mean, I'm all for, I mean, this is the big thing that people. Coming out for the critical race theory stuff, the it's always the same, like, well, we want all of the history to be taught. And it's like, I agree, but I yeah. want it to be honest and I want it to be yeah. accurate.
0: Yeah. The, well, you know, they, they they like to keep that buried there because that was the God FDR that was on his watch and you can't throw shit at him.
4: Right. That's absolutely right. Which is how things get lost, which is how the politics of things should not come in to the history of things, but we see it already on how things are covered real time. If somebody is going to go back a hundred, 500 years from now and look back at this COVID-19 pandemic, they're going to have a way different viewpoint on what really happened. And what people need to remember again is not just that the media is lying. It's that they are intentionally keeping Mm -hmm. things, keeping details out of it. And you have to look for that as well as be be one of those assholes that Jimmy Kimmel doesn't like and do your own homework. Look these things up. And as hard as it is, if you're somebody that is quite conservative, I still go to CNN. I still go to MSNBC and I see what they're saying. And if you happen to be a complete liberal on that side and you're listening to the show, I mean, one, you're doing your homework. But, you know, also check out the Breitbarts and the Fox News and try to teach yourself how to decipher what's reality, what is just biased reporting, what's being left out of the story. And I think you come out in a much better position, which is why you should listen to shows like that Larry show. And it was the last show was so I I love just the whole intro to that, which is. Oh, I've been uh I've been hired to come in and help Joe Biden say,
0: oh, Omicron. Omicron oh my cron. Oh, omo oh, 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 oh no oh no. I had a lot of fun doing that. When I make myself laugh, I figure it's probably good.
4: Yes. <laughs> yeah, that is pure gold. And it is uh, even Saturday Night Live, even those folks are starting to get in on the fun that Biden is ripe for comedy, which is a good sign.
0: Yeah.
4: I don't know if it's gonna go anywhere. But that's why we're here. We're here to keep everybody's uh, feet to the fire. Let a little bit of that rage out. Hopefully bring something you didn't know before, or if you knew it before, at least maybe we make you scream, make you laugh. Show us your war face. I,
0: that, that was just so. Guy, I mean, I the, the visual that of that i need to watch full metal jacket again oh i missed that guy Hoorah. he he used to have a show that was i loved, man i you know i rarely watch tv but i made sure to catch every episode it was called mail call and uh, it was he, he hosted it and he would explain all these fucking insanely uh exotic military weapons you know and how they it was just so interesting like those 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 ships at normandy with the you know the front flap that fell down as these guys you know i think they were called Elkac. anyway he would go through all these things from simple shit as simple as mortars to AWACS. you know it was great it was just a, such a great show
4: yeah again something where people might have actually learned something and be able yeah. to take a different look upon history and where we're at right now i mean are we close again to another cold War with? Russia and or China. I mean, it'll be interesting to watch. But, yeah. but Christmas is coming up, so we should probably avoid the Cold War talk until after the holidays. For a while. Yeah. <laughs> Anything? Uh, do you have a plan for this week's uh, that, Larry? Uh, uh,
0: I, I have kind of a vague one. It's uh, about uh, perseverance, but it's really it's still sort of circulating in my my skull. So
4: I perseverance can, can is promises. good. I'm sure yeah. random thoughts will touch upon the fact that yeah, the legendary. Yeah. Arrestes,
0: mini Minoso finally your post yeah. in the hall of fame. I see that. Yeah. I never heard of that guy because I'm not a baseball fan, but I take it. He was a pretty famous ball player. He was Mr. White Sox. He was okay. uh, spent most
4: of his career here. And up until the day he died, was involved with the team was around doing events, was often signing autographs up, On the 300 level, which is where my parents had tickets. And I told that story on a previous Random Thoughts that I had printed up. You know, when Photoshop was coming out a few Mm. years back, I took some older photos of him that were black and white from back in his Negro League days and colorized them back when it actually took some work to do that. And it wasn't just you could press a button in Photoshop and it would magically Mm. do it. Right. And I printed them up into 20 by 30 posters just because I wanted one. I made one for my dad. And I'm like, well, take one to many and see if you can get them signed, you know, the two for us. But, you know, here's one to give to him. And he was so thankful. Not that he just thanked my parents. He gave my parents his business card and wrote his cell phone number on it and said, you know, have your son call me. And he just wanted to say
0: thank you. Told me how nice my parents were. Oh, cool. Just a real good guy. That That was uh, the name. Is that a nickname or is that his actual first name? His first name is arrestas but he always went by Minnie. And what, what was he? Was he tiny or? or just?
4: <laughs> no, M-I-N-N-I-E. I don't know exactly. Uh, okay. It probably comes from uh, something in, in more Latino, maybe that I don't okay. know. Gotcha. What right. that means. But he was the first. I mean, where Jackie Robinson was the first African-American. Minnie was really the first black Latino. Ball player to break in, so he had two things to kind of worry about: one, the language yeah. barrier and the color of his skin, and he always handled everything in such a uh you know calm manner that he got hit he led the league in getting hit multiple times because uh you know he they used to like to knock him down, but I mean people are hitting with bean balls, yeah, pitchers, yeah, what if boy that's such bullshit, wow, yeah, I mean, the world's gotten a little bit better in yeah. that way. And it's nice to see this wrong. I mean, it would have been so much better if this would have happened within his lifetime. Mm. The same with Buck O'Neill, who it was another guy that dedicated his life and lived until his late eighties or 90 Buck O'Neill and just has a statue in the hall of fame, but was never inducted plaque on the wall kind of thing. And he was also inducted in this round of, you know, basically they put a committee together and figure out who's been wronged. And these were two of the guys, Dick Allen, another great Chicago white Sox player spent years here and in Philadelphia, but he was shorted by one vote yet again, which is, uh, Mm. you know, that's, that's still politics. I think, but of course (laughs) at some point, Dick Allen has to be in the hall of fame. That's I'm still not going to be happy. I am. I'm three quarters of the way there now that Minnie and Buck O'Neill are in. Uh, But Dick Allen, that's still a glaring, glaring Hmm. loss for the Hall of Fame not to put him in. He was one of the coolest players ever. There's a Sports Illustrated cover back from it has to be the 70s where he is in full uniform in the White Sox dugout juggling baseballs with a lit cigarette (laughs)
0: hanging from his mouth ah that's a cool picture i mean that i mean even if you don't like baseball
4: that's a that larry show kind of guy right there absolutely that is a take no shit kind of guy and i'm sure we'll talk about this on random thoughts so everybody can tune into that as well as that larry show and planet rage will be back yes again for another episode next week so tune in for that until next time i'm darren o'neill he is the one and only great larry blydner it's not anthony fauci Later, everybody.
1: The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Enough guns. Whole world, going
0: to shit. Play.